Peace, love, and light. Light, love, and peace to each and everybody. To everybody. And to each. Man, I bid you love and light. I bid you peace, prosperity. I bid you safety, protection to you and yours all the way around. What's happening? It's your boy's Brandon. Spade AZ, what's going on? Just tapping in. What y'all think about that intro? That's crazy. Yeah, forgive me. Uh, that was a little bit out there, but uh, you know, I, you know, I'm kind of spontaneous like that. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's all good. It's all for the love, you know. But um, you know, it's a little information everywhere. You know what I'm saying? It's information and everything. You know, it's a message. It's a message everywhere you go. You know, sometimes you just gotta um, just listen. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's a little bit easy to miss. You know what I mean? But you know, that's part of being human. You know, that's what we do. You know, it's a learning. It's a learning process. You know, that's what this physicality is all about. You know, trying to master self. You know, then learn again. And do it again. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a new day. It's a new day. So, yeah, generate new love. Take it to the new heights. You know, let it reach all, you know, far and wide. You know, that's what we're doing. That's what I'm doing. So, just bear with me. You know, if you don't like me, you're going to love me. You know, just give me a minute. So yeah, continue your day, shine on, be bright, you know, smile, think positive thoughts, think healthy, intuitive, you know, you know, uh, manifesting, you know, the best of, 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 of the best, you know, stand healthy, you know, yeah. You know, that's what we doing. That's what it's all about. Do that. Do that. I'm going to be talking about Dr. Francis Cress Welsing. Dr. Francis Cress Welsing was born in 1935 in Chicago, Illinois. Both her father and mother held jobs in which her mother was a teacher and her father was a doctor in the medical field. She also was the second child of three girls. These two professionals would mold Frances to look deeper into the normal way of life. Her dad, Henry, and her mother, Ida. She would go on to university at the age of 22 in 1957. She would acquire a bachelor's degree of science from Antioch College in Ohio. And in 1962, Frances would acquire a medical doctor degree from Howard University. She also acquired a medical degree in child psychology. She would go on to work at children's hospitals as a psychiatrist and eventually went back to Howard University to work as an assistant professor. Frances would go on to write her first writing, which is The Crest Theory of Color Confrontation and Racism. She would publish this book in 1970. This book would analyze and suggest that humans with little to no pigment in their skin were abnormal. Pigment in human skin seemed to be the natural state. 
This conclusion came from the majority of humans producing pigment in their skin, such as Europeans or albinoism was a genetic inadequacy. This theory, in Francis's book, would be the origins of white supremacy culture and racial perception. 22 years later, she would write The ISIS Papers, The Keys to the Colors. This was a collection of essays written by Francis over an 18-year time period. They were also named after the Egyptian goddess Isis, who was the sister of the god of Osiris. She would argue the African origins of civilization by highlighting the achievements in philosophy, science, and architecture. Francis also talks of Europeans being the only people in the world with little to no melanin, and for this reason, they were expelled out of Africa. She also claims that Europeans want to ensure genetic survival in Europeans due to the rest of the world having melanin. Populations of blacks and other melanated people around the world were growing at a faster rate than whites were. If put in the same population with melanin, the melanin would mix with the white and produce a person with melanin. Francis speaks of how Europeans view the human body as a sin and the need to be reborn. While no such concepts existed in any melanated culture around the world before the introduction of foreign religions, I found this Mark Twain quote I learned about and found very interesting. Nearly all the black and brown skins are beautiful, but white is rare. How rare? One may learn by walking down a street in Paris, New York, or London on any weekday, particularly in an unfashionable street, and keeping count of the satisfactory complexions encountered in the course of a mile. Where dark complexions are masked, they make the whites look bleached out, unwholesome, sometimes frankly ghastly. That was said by Mark Twain himself. These papers and writings were the first time an African-American psychiatrist wrote on and against a predominantly white practice in the West. Theories and studies on social, cultural, and psychology in the West were mostly done by Europeans. She was qualified to speak on all these subjects, and she did. She would be the first to focus on why white supremacy came into the world. She had pushback and even debated on live TV. Her debate would be in 1974 with Dr. William Shockley. Dr. William Shockley at the time was author of A Theory of Black Genetic Inferiority. She would debate, and the bases were, and challenged, the traditional definition of racism. She would speak on these definitions that were put in place by white behavioral and social scientists. There was a lot of controversy surrounding her, and she was even spoke about on the Los Angeles Times for being the first scientist to analyze white racism in Western psychiatry. Francis had a strong belief that racism could be erased by education, self-respect, and discipline. She would go on to lecture at many universities and also in England. She also advised black women and men to not have kids until they were in their 30s. This was so they can properly educate themselves so they can raise the next generation to function at a high level. Francis would pass away in 2016 at the age of 80 years old.
So today we're talking about Francis Crest Welsing. Please like and subscribe. Turn on the bell notification down there so you get all my videos. Add me on all social medias, which is African Network, which is Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud, Snapchat, Facebook, and TikTok. Each one teach one. Always love each other. Always learn from each other. And yo, guys, until next time, keep debating. Peace. One love.
snatch the wheel to the Lego pop. Got Gator and Kobe with a mouth full of razor blades. Digging in your bench while I'm pooping on that paper ace. You could be amazed at my daddy penetration. That's that soldier boy, savage shit. First generation got you shook like you want something. But in reality, y'all niggas don't want nothing. So why you even trying to talk like that? What that all about? Make my name sound dirty coming out of your mouth. And you know that ain't what I'm about. I'm the type of cat to come to your house. Invite your kids to the cookout and chat with your spouse. Casually ask about your whereabouts. Oh, we chillin' further down south, but that's what's up there. Callin' that baby the big bin. Let them blood clot die for catching feelings. No, nigga. I ain't thinking about you, nigga. Cause you's a motherfucking cool, nigga. Everybody the wrong way, common courtesy, see it's gonna be a long day Don't mind my urgency, currently I'm involved with pissing the people off I'm keeping away from law, with no symptoms of withdrawal I'm stacking to list talk, my game is to just ball My people, we want it all, we'll take no shorts, we'll take a loss You gotta pay it, if you got it, if you wanna be a boss Punching in, no days off, we gotta get it at all costs Around my world, it's gonna be ball my babies, my money, my bitches, my cars, my faith in my guard. I'm a bad young brother like North or a saw. Oh God, I'm reaching to the top, huh? I'm hot, huh? This shit we doing gon' put you on your plot, huh? Roll right now, won't stop now. In my way, you gon' feel these thousand shots now. Poke got my back in the gambling shack. Double bread, la posse on the bottom and top. So how you wanna handle that? No, nigga, I ain't thinking about you, nigga. Cause you some motherfucking cool, nigga. I don't think you're supposed to drink Cristal. Says who? Says Jay-Z. It's a boycott. The owner said something racial. I don't know. Oh, hold on. You know what he said. He said, and I quote, I don't want no big nigga lips drinking my fine wine. And I applaud him for putting conviction over profit. Well, I don't know if that's what he said, but you're not supposed to drink it. But I want to drink Chris. Oh, white man. He can't have nothing nice for himself no more. Polo, niggas got to that. Timberland, niggas got to that too. Mercedes, Versace, white women. Niggas, niggas, niggas. Hey, Robert, if you want beef with The Rock, that's on you. You just better hope the Jigga Man ain't there. Like I give a damn. Shoot, I drink what I want to drink. Besides, I packs the heat. I wish a nigga would try to tell me what to drink. 
Love and light, light and love. Today's Clayon car is entitled Mirror Level. Bear with me. Live evil, love evolve. Lived devil, level level. Mirror my soul, and I am that I am. I am level. The mirror is true to the perceiver. The mirror is the true heart vibration that is above any material situation. The word faith best describes my limitations as I pour out these libations. Streams of reflections coming through this education cannot be captured by the interpretations given by man's institutions of declarations. Beauty is in her permutations as she transforms these mensurations through menstruations for preparations and divinations clearing the hesitation that caused fluctuation or punctuation in understanding. <clears throat> I am without equal, but for the mirror level, I see you and me, and me and you. The love of truth is magnificent for both of us. We are one, but afforded the perception of two. Faith being the glue that few will let imbue their true clue. To slew the demon within to allow the magnetism to attract the ceremony of life to continue the cycle of trust. That must open the cusp of just togetherness. Forever the worship of the trinity that brought the liberty, that thought the brevity in choice and the mirror was birthed again in us. I love what I see in you and me. Greetings from the underworld. I saw you in my mirror and said, what a beautiful designation of my soul. You were willing to accept all of who I am. So you saw the light from the darkness through the veil of faith. And though you had not witnessed the birth of Christ, you saw yourself being born again and was illuminated to the truth unknown. Layers are words that can cause illusions of separation. The use of words is a layer to get you to experience the joy of amenity, for diversity and passivity. Even the dead is alive with faith. The mirror is my only vehicle to show you my love for your right now. As we are in different dimensions of existence, I love you. You are me and I am you. I love me. So you know I love you. We are eternal beings traveling this stillness for an experience that never took place in time. So we must take the time to transmute the transform, to transmit the energies into oneness that we are. Faith is the mirror on this level. That is without a level as there are no bases for measurement to describe what has been prescribed for us to share. We share what is already given in love, victory of sanity, even when there is profanity. Love. Cleon Carr.
She likes, she likes, she likes, she likes, she likes it. Yeah, she likes it. She likes, she likes, she likes, she likes, she likes it. Oh, she likes it. She likes, she likes, she likes, she likes, she likes it. I do too. What you want?
These are all mathematical measurements. This would be on a whiteboard. This would be a black dot. That would be what Dr. King called the locus corollius, or corollius in the Sanskrit tongue, what he calls the black doorway or the the dark doorway, which is essentially the significance of this modicum of night, this perfection, which is to the realm of the subconscious. What we're trying to do down here is essentially in the vast expanse of the subconscious realm. That's where we need to work towards mastery and gaining control so that we're not victims of the impulses and compulsions that are coming up by higher energy. What we see now in, in uh, this country and other places as well, as opposed to 20, 25 years ago, we see heinous crime committed by black men that, that black men didn't do 20 and 25 years ago. This is this beast coming up out of the subconscious. Okay, the, the bottomless pit, <laughs> all this stuff. And he's becoming a victim of his own ego. The beast is the ego. The beast that was and is and yet is not. The ego, the human ego is the only thing that has no root in nature. It is a composition of other people's thoughts, the environment, as well as the compulsions of your human experience gathered around the idea of you as a particular name, personality. What we're trying to get to is the divine ego, which is behind the false ego. We see beast, beast, beastly behavior going on. We don't have to wonder where the beast is anymore. The, the, the idea of beast and Satan and the devil are not the same concept. We'll, we'll, we'll deal with that later. There is a point where you go into this enormous realm that is called the Akashic Records and New Age Thoughts and the Book of Life in the Book of Revelations, where all of the knowledge of everything that has ever transpired on this planet is recorded in that realm. One more tried to get in there in his meditation, and he got up to the under level of it, he said, and he started shaking and shaking and shaking. And he couldn't get in. His spirit, his astral body was too dense. Too many negative thoughts, too many bad patterns. He couldn't get in. I'm waiting for some black man or woman to write something from that realm. Uh, uh, Levi Dowling claims his book, uh, The Aquarian Gospel of Jesus the Christ, came from the Akatsic Record. So we, we need to move towards the, the spiritual work. That, 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 that's where m many of your jobs are <laughs> as work, not J-O-B, but work. Many of you are, are spiritual masters come back and you've been laying around sleep <laughs> you know, yeah. under the illusion. I ain't about nothing. I'm just an ordinary, you know, bad medicine, folks, <laughs> bad medicine.
understanding self-image is, is very key for the African in America and the African in Africa. Your brain functions by your image. Your intellect functions by your image. Your soul responds to a positive image of yourself. Richard Restek in Biological Psychology, the subject matter of Biological Psychology, in his book, uh, the, the Brain, The Last Frontier, talks about the brainstem and the image in the brainstem of oneself. When you go to sleep, your brainstem clicks off and you forget what you look like and you pass out. We call it going to sleep. At the prescribed time that you've set for yourself to get up, your brainstem clicks back on your picture of what you look like. And you start seeing yourself, getting up, looking for your sock, looking for your shoes, going to the bathroom or whatever you're going to do. If you do not see yourself doing something, you can't get up. That's how important your image is to the function of your brain and your body. The very state of psychological paralysis is based upon the fact that the person who is induced with that psychosomatic ill, an unreal thing that the person believes, is because he cannot, she cannot see herself getting up, walking around. Because of the necessity of the image that operates the subconscious mind that controls all of the body's functions. Now, if you just speculate a little bit, you can see how important it is for a young human being to appreciate the fact that he is dark skinned, broad nosed, thick lipped and furled hair. That, that, that's the exact description of the African Moor. It should be in the dictionary uh, under Africa or Africa rather. It should be in the dictionary under more or an blackamoor which is in the dictionary but the, the, the masonic this will probably be one of the most important videos i've ever put out did you know that the united states of america as you know it no longer exists and i don't mean this theoretically I mean this as in on January 10th, 2023, while no one was paying attention, Joe Biden signed away our sovereignty as a nation when he met with President of Mexico, Manuel Lopez Obrador, and Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau in Mexico City to sign the Declaration of North America. You can find the release on the White House website, wh.gov, which ironically, right now, has a photo on the front page of these three individuals I just mentioned. I'm sure once this goes out to the masses, they will reconsider being so obvious and bragging about what they've done. They've completed what their plan has always been, the North American Union, a declaration separate and outside of the Constitution. Well, thank you, um, Karen. I'm very glad to be with you. You know, the um, the ISIS papers 
you know, became to me like symbolic, you know, every day I'm listening to ISIS and I was getting angry because I'm like, I refuse to call him ISIS. I refuse to call him ISIS. They're not going to usurp this name. They're not going to take this name and bastardize it and turn it into something else. You named your book the ISIS Papers for what reason? Well, you know, ISIS is an Egyptian goddess. And I read that uh, truth was more important than silver and gold. Mm. And I just thought that uh, that was significant. And so that was the primary reason that I named the book that. And I think that it's not really quite an accident that um, the Western powers are, have made ISIS the enemy. <laughs> mm. Mm. So, so you're taking it there. Uh, right. Okay. I think that uh, because also I, you may never have seen a copy of my first paper, The Crest Theory of Color Confrontation and Racism, White Supremacy, that has a black circle on the cover with a small white circle center. And if you cut a rectangle out of the middle of that, you see the ISIS flag. So uh, the flag that we're told represents this terrorist group that is called ISIS. So I just say that it's very significant since all of my work is about racism, white supremacy. So, so you're, you're looking at this ISIS crisis, if I can use that, uh, as propaganda? Well, no. In other words, uh, the discussion of racism is not a preferred topic in our society. And if you remember, Attorney General Eric Holder raised the question, are we a nation of cowards? Mm being unable to talk about racism. Racism, white supremacy, is the most powerful dynamic on the entire planet. And it's and, the one thing that we don't ever talk about. And it's the one thing, do you see, and when people don't talk about something, it's either they are afraid to do so or to talk about it will cause serious harm. I mean, once you understand the whys and wherefores, the in-depth reason for a whole oppressive dynamic, then the people have the keys to unraveling that dynamic and potentially replacing the unjust dynamic of racism, white supremacy with a system of justice. Hmm. So justice meaning no one is mistreated, no one is allowed to be mistreated, and those who need the most help get the most help. And that would seem to be, to me, an ideal situation for some reason. It's not something that we adhere to. One would think, but that is antithetical to the survival of racism as I have defined it. Like I say that racism, white supremacy, is a dynamic system for the ultimate purpose of white genetic survival on the planet. So is it, is it purely planet. that? Because I was going to ask you, why does racism have to survive? Well, uh, racism, white supremacy is a conscious and or subconscious construct by people who classify themselves as white for their genetic survival. Whites are a tiny minority on the planet. 
and they're genetic recessive in terms of skin coloration. So let's say if everybody on the planet didn't pay any attention to skin color and everybody just melded together, and in the words of Dr. Martin Luther King, if everybody loved one another and that love was expressed in terms of sexual activity and reproduction, then white would disappear. What would happen then? And so if the people who classify themselves as white do not want to disappear, then they have to set up certain kinds of patterns of behavior in all areas of people activity, economics, education, entertainment, labor law, politics, religion, sex, and war. That is so fascinating to me because I'm always thinking, how did this all start? Like, when was the first person who got up and said, hey, wait a minute. Uh, this skin color thing, I gotta keep this going, and let's have a hatch a plan to make sure that, like, I'm like, what rooms, you know? I, and I'm going through your book, and I and I actually went to the uh, that the German piece back in 1942, and I went on on online and and studied that, and and we know what happened with Nazi Germany with the Semites and and that whole plan. It was like such a diabolical, but like plan that was working. To perfection until Hitler decided, hey, you know what? France is looking really good to me in England. Let me let me expand my territory even more. And he got, you know, and I think I often argue had he just stayed in his lane, he would have been able to effectively do exactly what he set out to do. Exactly. Okay. well, in your your subtitle, uh, it's the ISIS papers, the keys to the colors. You write um, that that subtitle came from a statement made to you by a patient in Washington, D.C., a public mental health clinic back in the 1960s, the late 1960s. You said the patient was a tall, thin, middle-aged, black-skinned man who, in a somewhat confused manner, talked earnestly to me about the problems he had experienced in his life. He said, Doctor, if we could just find the keys to the colors, and he repeated it slowly. It was a statement I have never been able to forget. And this work is a portion of my response. Speak to that a little bit. Well, uh, I was a psychiatrist uh, in training and thinking about what is causing black people to be mentally ill. I'm a third-generation physician. My father was a physician, and his father was a physician in Chicago. And so... You know, the solving the health care problems of black people was something that was a tradition in my family. Wait, so what, what, sorry, just back up. So, because if, I, if I'm thinking about the time in which you became a doctor, your father was a doctor. Right. And his father, and his father was, was a doctor. How is that even possible? Like, I'm thinking about this had to be, what, the early, early 1900s that my your grandfather? grandfather? My grandfather, Dr. Henry Claycrest died in 1909. So he had to be a doctor in the 1800s. Right. Where did he get a medical degree in this country? In Chicago. In Chicago. Wow. And my father is a graduate of the University of Illinois Medical School. My mother was a graduate of the University of Chicago. So that was the tradition. And also my grandfather, uh, Henry Claycrest, uh, was interested in politics and the welfare of black people. And he also, my grandmother, who I, you know, lived in our home when we were growing up, would always say your grandfather was a race man, meaning 
the priority being concerned about the priority of the race. My grandfather had also written, and I didn't know this until after I had started writing, and my father found some notes that his father had written. And my grandfather had written, how dare anyone think that they are superior because of the color of their skin. Now, he wrote that before 1909. I never knew him. And then I end up writing about... Mm. Yes, 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 family and friends, loved ones, associates and alike. Yeah, I appreciate y'all for tapping in tonight. Um, it's all love and light. I hope some of this information uh, was useful for you. Again, you know, everyone is more than welcome on a positive note to tap in, to contribute, to add on, carry on. And uh, if you got anything you want to contribute, please let me know. You can email me at brandonphx9 at gmail.com with any inquiries, quotes, commercials, um, any information for the people. You know, it's useful. Trust me. We need it. So uh, I bid everybody love and light, light, love, peace, safety, power, protection for the people. The organics, uh, Aborigines, Indigenous, to all my family, my galactic tribe, my planetary posse, you know what it is. Tap in. I appreciate y'all love, man. To the sun up, up, up. <laughs>